What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 507th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. Hello, friends. Good afternoon. I'm so excited to talk about all the wonderful things that the Pokemon Company and its affiliates will bring to us. I'm sure everything will be super great, always positive, and free from any any criticism that Finally. I can come up with. Finally. I'm so excited. Thank just learn whatever they're going to spoon feed us without a thought in my mind. How dare you insert sarcasm into my Pokemon bread news that I'm about to unveil here. Yeah, you didn't think I had that on the menu. Look, no. you haven't got the Pikachu butter dish, so shush. <laughs> I know, I do need to order that. Will is also here. I have uh, an announcement that I need to make, uh, a prepared statement, if you might. Oh, boy, um, here we primarily go. Primarily for Greg, Steve, I don't know if you're going to understand this. Greg... You know what they say, April showers bring May flowers. Yes. You know what that means. Pilgrims. It's raining men. Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. I am going to cut a swath through all the men of the Twin Cities and beyond. I'm going to date all of them. Oh, I'm I don't excited. care if they're gay, bi, curious, <laughs> trans. If you want an adventurous drag king, I'm in. Yep. I'll give it a try. I'm once, excited you got to do everything once. Yeah, I'm excited I'm, to be along for the right. Can I be like your documentarian? 2020, you could be my wingman with a camera. Yeah. 2022 oh, yeah. is the year that no man is safe. If you're in the Twin Cities, get ready. Get your Tinder fired up. You're going to see me up on there in your DMs. <laughs> Every Everything is a swipe, right? All the ladies, 2022, y'all take a break. Take a break. This We're is the year. Will's giving you a, a year off. Exactly. I'm going to gonna take care of all your men. Exactly. Rest and to step up your game because once you go, Will, never. I like will. I like how your year's starting in April. Hey, Look, most of your start in April. Okay. But you have to understand, like, especially in the northern climes, once it starts to get colder, you get your, like, your snuggle dude yeah. for the oh, winter. Yeah. And then once it starts to thaw out, you dump them and then Kick you're back the on the den. town. It's yeah, like hibernation and... is over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we got some Pokemon news for you guys today. Nothing in regards to Scarlet or Violet, although there was for a hot second a, a, a tweet being like a Pokemon updated their Scarlet and Violet playlist on YouTube. Possibly. Ooh. Scarlet and Violet News. No, that didn't happen. They also updated like <laughs> nine other playlists that day. I think they were just probably editing the like copy or whatever. So that 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 was like a, a thing that happened for a hot minute. I guess we're if they make any changes to playlists, that's breaking news. But no, nothing happened. I think it's a little soon for Scarlet and Violet stuff, anyways. But it's like, do do people really have so little to do in their lives that they're like watching what? Uh, what names Pokemon Company registers with like icon for the internet and like with their uh, YouTube playlists? Yeah, maybe. I think I think the answer now twenty five years into this is yes. I guess so. Yeah, I I the, would. The question that, has like, been answered. Yes, <laughs> these big YouTubers probably have super fans that when they notice something, they report to said YouTuber Look. and yeah. If you don't put out the bait, you don't get the click. That's true. That's true. That tweet did get uh like a lot of retweets and a lot of hearts and a lot of quoted tweets and I felt a change in the force. I yes. was like, this doesn't seem plausible, but <laughs> who am I? 
Uh, we can start off with our Pokemon Go news. Uh, you promised me bread! Yeah, well, the bread is the good stuff. We saved the oh, good stuff for later mm. on in the episode. It's I'm the, in bread mode. The bread is like, the meat yoink. of the sandwich. Oh. That's what it is. Well, I mean, for Steve, yes, the bread what, is what the meat of the sandwich. Bread true. is for late. Well, you gotta, you gotta hook, line, and sink them. That's an expression, but, right? You know, just just to to remind Greg and I about this, we were promised a lunch this week, FYI, we which we did I, not receive. We, I said, we would you guys want to go out for lunch? We both we, said yes. We, both we said, said yes. on Here's these days. The days that are free. They're all free pick for one. me. So pick one. Oh, man. You know, you, you guys pick. I'll show you. Up. Okay. Never, you don't respond until 4.50 p.m. when you're like, you want to go to lunch? It's dinner at that point. And no, <laughs> that, that ship you, has sailed. You two have the corporate meetings. I don't. I mean, sometimes. The person who you, suggests the event the schedules the event. Open. And also, Greg, did you notice? And yeah. I hate that we're going away from the world of Pokemon to bring out these things. But did you notice he said, Will, are you coming for WrestleMania? And I said, I did not receive an invite. What do you okay, mean, like for, a, a, for the future, Steve? What that means is, Will, do you want to come over mm -hmm. at six p.m. on Saturday to watch WrestleMania? This is what happens. Not, not a follow up on Saturday. Are you coming for WrestleMania? <laughs> <laughs> what, you want me to like make a Facebook inv uh, in uh, invite? And what we want is for you to respect our time. And put in a little bit of effort to make us feel welcomed in your life. Yes. Not, hey, I, I might be hungry this week. Think about lunch. I messaged <laughs> you on like Monday right. being like Pokemon lunch this week. Go. I'm the only person who played the Pokemon Go event on Friday. So let's get into it. That, you big liar. Oh, well, I know somebody here didn't. I did not. Because we had a conversation not, about I, it. I, I missed it. I failed to get three ditto because the... I was in the gym parking lot, and I caught everything in the gym parking lot. But Fridley's cell service is so bad that once I caught everything that was in the parking lot, which was like 10, nothing reappeared. And the Wi-Fi in that gym is awful. I've, everybody who tries to invite me between the hours of 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. to do like rates, I can't. The Wi-Fi is bad. Will not be able to join. Mark your calendars for Pokemon Go Fest 2022. This year's Pokemon Go Fest will be a two-day global event on Saturday, 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 June 4th, and Sunday. This is not in the copy. I'm just kind of adding words. Sunday, 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 June 5th. <laughs> too, too much WrestleMania is the problem. With a bonus finale on Saturday, August 27th, which is the week after Pokemon World Championships. Uh, but wait, there's more. We're thrilled to announce this summer will also feature in-person Pokemon Go events in the following locations. Uh, from Friday, July 1st to July 3rd, Berlin, Germany, from Friday, July 22nd to July 24th, Seattle, Washington, and from Friday, August 5th to August 7th, uh, Sapporo, Sapporo, how do you say that one? Sapporo. Beer. Beer. That's all you Sapporo. Uh, Japan, which I think is the first time they're doing it there. Uh, it has been nearly three years since, that's a long time, holy cow. Three years since Pokemon Go Fest 2019 brought life to Dort Dortmund, uh, Chicago, and Yokohama, and we are excited to return to the roots of this annual event while continuing to host global an experience that millions of trainers enjoyed. Please be aware of your surroundings. 
<laughs> so this is exciting. Um, no, I went, I booked my flight to Seattle, but and I was going to book my hotel, right? And then I realized, one, they didn't say which park it's at. Two, I was like, I could probably figure this out. And I like looked at Seattle, and they have <laughs> no, a lot of really lot. big parks. Yeah, it could be anywhere. And three, you remembered you're really bad at booking hotels. Absolutely. No, you're I wasn't. Forbidden. That I have I have a really great track record of booking hotels. Excuse me? What? That is not the conversation I overheard in the past two weeks. Okay, in, in 11 years of Hotwire, one, one hotel goes bad. It's not even bad. <laughs> I, just, I think you're just not good at travel. Oh, I booked the tickets for the wrong month. I... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, first off, I've had this conversation with my Twitch chat. Many of people have booked the wrong month of flying. Okay, okay, okay. There's a thing out there that's called confirmation bias. Yeah. The people who are attracted to watch your tri- Twitch chat have the same, I'm not going to use the words I want to use, the same <laughs> issue as you. Okay, look, some people, I guarantee you, there's tons of people out there that have booked the wrong flight or whatever. They just don't want to say it because they don't I want you to. I can tell you with 100% certainty, I have never booked a wrong flight and this may be part of our scandinavian heritage greg but i money is i'm i'm cheap yeah. and if i'm gonna spend more than a hundred dollars on something I i'm gonna make sure i'm buying the right verifying. thing even even for packs while i had the dates next to me i went and checked and then checked and then checked and then checked and said yes these dates match I'm good before I even clicked to put in my name because I was not going to even go down the pathway if I didn't know those dates were correct. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, continue. You bought your ticket. I bought my flight to Seattle. No hotel. Just the most cryptic message I have ever. Oh, that was the worst. I didn't even. I wasn't even going to complain about that one. It's just like flight information. (laughs) Flight purchase purchase to Seattle in July. Not even FYI flight information. It was just the embargo information. Just just a little message. Your flight has been booked. Just an image file sent and then a bunch of dates. Look, Niantic told us about Pokemon Go Fest like a couple hours before they were announcing it. And you didn't manage to ask them during that which park. Oh, they're not going (laughs) to tell us. Also... A couple hours before they announced it, what were we going to do? Like, you could have said, hey, FYI, I'm booking a thing for Pokemon Go. No, I'm not going to break my embargo. Oh, yeah, he's got that. He's got that magical bond on him that even if he tells us, it slices his head off immediately. Oh, I this is because I booked my flight at like 8 a.m. or something like that. And the news was at like 10 and I was going to bed. So I booked my flight. I sent you guys my flight. And then I went to bed because I knew that you would see the announcement. You would put and, two and two and together. Greg and Will got to spend 12 hours saying what is. And I loved Greg's inter- description of it. This is the worst ARG, <laughs> ARG I've, I've ever I've been ever in. Been a part of. <laughs> this is Could the you worst not ARG. I was like, if I divide the dates by the flight numbers, do I get a time? And is that when we're actually going to go to lunch this week? <laughs> I thought, well, maybe we'd go, we'd see, we'd hear more about it at lunch that never happened. Well, here's the thing: after last week, I didn't think Greg would want to go to Pokemon Go Fest. 
You mean after the hotel? I mean, you decided for me without asking my feelings on it or inform me. We had to learn about it in a tweet, Steve. In a tweet. That's like breaking up over text. No, it's like breaking up over Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter. Slide into my DMs because I hate Steve anymore. The hotel I got for PAX is like a little far away, but also like I legit could not afford any of the hotels closer. Like they, you a little far away. You said it's like seventeen hours by flight. Mm -hmm. We're somewhere Mm -hmm. in Canada. (laughs) I actually booked the hotel in New York. (laughs) I mean, if you booked it in New York, I'd be seeing. I'd be like, heck yeah! I'm not going. I'm not going to PAX. I'm going to see some Broadway shows. This is this is like non Pokemon related flights and hotels have been so weird. I was like, I wanted to go to the Indianapolis regionals and. It's Indianapolis, it, Indiana, and I yeah, went yeah. to ten, like ten hour drive. Look mm-hmm. for the flight, and it, and direct was seven hundred dollars. Yes, because yeah, nobody's going there. And, well, and besides that, why wouldn't you drive? <laughs> I don't want to drive. It's like no. a two hour flight. Last time we drove somewhere, we broke down on the side of the road. True. Oh, you're gonna bring that up every True. time. I knew it. I knew it. I knew <laughs> no. never let that go. I don't want to spend 20 hours I in a car. I, I just, I don't want to spend 20 hours in a car when like the, the, the time in between All right. is, is being in Indiana. <laughs> I want to so, so get there as quick as possible. I want to come back as quick as possible. So do an indirect flight. No. Okay. Yeah. So fly to here's the thing, Georgia, and then up to Indiana. The, e, the, the European international championships, which is in Germany is an $800 flight. I already looked. Mm-hmm. Why would I spend seven hundred dollars to go to Indiana when well, I could spend? Because people a- want to go to Germany, and nobody wants mm-hmm. to go to Indiana. I. What you need to do is you need to actually put yourself in a box with holes on it and send yourself via DHL. And then when I went to book the, I'm going to a wedding at the end of Seattle. I went to go book that hotel. It's it was one fifty a night, which is, which is at the end of Seattle. At the end of sorry, oh, I'm going to a wedding. At the end of April in Seattle, I went to book that hotel. It's one fifty a night. Go to book a hotel for PAX, and like everywhere is like four hundred dollars a night, which is usually the flip. Usually Seattle hotels are very expensive, and Boston is not too bad because I've been to, I've been to PAX multiple times, and usually the hotel is not that big. Like when I proposed to Irene in Boston. And I, I was like, let's book a fancy hotel downtown because I'm <laughs> going to propose to my wife. Uh, like that hotel was like 170 a night, and that was like one of the nicest hotels down there. Also, well, to answer your question, we're now going to travel back about 40 years in time and talk about the deregulation of the airline industry and how that destroyed air travel in America for the okay, best so- time. <laughs> Thank you, Reagan. Yay. <laughs> So I like the concept here of, in my head, before they announced this, we kind of assumed that they were going to do IRL locations. And I, I, I think that no one on the show or no one who plays Pokemon Go regularly would think that they would get rid of the global event because of probably, one, how much money they made, and two, they kind of figured it out. Uh, <laughs> it works, except for New Zealand, but for everyone else, pretty fluffy. Thank you, New Zealand, for continuing to test Pokemon Go for the rest of the world. 
I kind of expected them to be on the same day. So the fact that like the global event is the beginning of June and then the IRL events start in July. I think that's fine. I think that's I think that's good spacing. They probably want to make sure the people who do show up in Seattle or Germany or Japan, they don't have those issues because they're also trying to manage a worldwide event at the same time. If you're a hardcore Pokemon Go super fan, which there's plenty out there, seems like you have a very busy summer and it seems like Niantic planned your summer for you, but like I definitely have met um people that try to go to every Pogo event out there. This mm-hmm. is a lot. Not that like I they said three years ago, you know, they did Dortmund, Chicago, Yokohama, but another three events plus the live event plus whatever else they're planning on doing. And then you know, the logo is is shaman colored, which was weird that the year that it should have been shaman, they magically switched to was it Victini or was it Meloetta? They like skipped uh, I think it was Victini. I think so. I think you're right. And it was like, oh, why do we why do we skip Shaman? My only thought is they skipped Shaman because they knew Gen 4 remakes were coming and they wanted to line that up a little bit closer. Possibly. But then it's like, well, we got Shaman in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, and we got Shaman in Legends for owning Sword and Shield. And now we're getting sh- like this a lot. You got a lot of opportunities to get Shaman. So I'm very well, yeah, excited but- for the end of the year where somebody goes, I still don't have Shaman. <laughs> Pokemon Go players don't play the console games. So clearly this is their only path to getting a Shaman. That's not 100% true. The hardcore is po- anything that we say on this program 100% yes. true? No. I but can tell you certain- that I booked the proper weekend to uh, see un- until we find out that that's not right. <laughs> There's a kernel of truth, a kernel of artistry. Would you guys, are you guys considering going to Seattle or Berlin no. or, or Germany or Japan? Yes, I'm, I'm planning on going to Germany, exactly, yeah. without a passport. Hey, the, Germany is cheaper <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> this 100% uh, a trip to Seattle ro- depends on if I'm going to Gen Con. Hmm. Mm. I think for you, Greg, you would probably have more fun at Gen Con than Pokemon Go Fest. Uh, what what basis is that coming from? Because at Gen Con, you get to meet all your publishers and stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. Is that well, like, yeah? I mean, it's like at I Gen mean, Con, Greg's a celebrity. Yeah, I mean, at Go Fest. Correct. We're just like, and, dudes. and it, it, we are just those guys with Steve. Exactly. Who are asked <laughs> to leave the picture when somebody wants to take a picture with Steve. And they're like, not those two. Never those two. Get out. Uh, I mean, yeah, it really depends on what's happening with Gen Con. Like, I haven't heard back on the press badge. If I don't get a press badge, then I'm not going to Gen Con because I'm not paying. I'm not paying to go to Indiana. <laughs> 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 Didn't you just <laughs> criticize me earlier? About- <laughs> yeah, but you wanted to go. I wanted to go play some Pokemon and try to win. You did. You have a reason to go. I if I don't have a reason to go to Indiana, I'm not going. Yeah, this isn't the year you're published too, right? Right. So. I don't have anything. I mean, I still want to meet my publishers, but and I I do want the listeners to understand where I sit on this totem pole. Right? We go to Pokemon events, and everybody's like, "Oh, Steve, you're so awesome! I want to hang out with you." We go to board game events. Everybody's like, "Oh, Greg, you're so cool!" <laughs> and Greg's like, "Oh, yeah." 
Wizards of the Coast asked me to moderate this panel about their thing, and they gave me $5,000 worth of magic supplies, and I don't even play magic, whatever. And, like, we go anywhere, and it's like... That actually happened. We, we're like, <laughs> we go anywhere, and it's like, who's, who's Will? I, look, I was so good at magic before I even started playing magic that I got, at, look, you benefited from my brilliance at magic. A little at bit. Con. A little bit. You got free stuff from me. Mm-hmm. I in, I included you and your bad child. Thank you very much. Oof. I don't Anyways. know. Maybe. I mean, I like Seattle. I have a lot of friends in Seattle. We had that uh, good pizza in Seattle, Greg. We have that good pizza in Seattle. We went there twice. They have some good bars in Seattle, too, so. Oddly enough, we talked about this last week uh, of Niantic doing more classic community days, and here's another one. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so the second classic community day, uh, I, I guess myself included, thought that Niantic was maybe going to go in order. They started with Bulbasaur, yeah. going to Squirtle, Charmander. Uh, it seems like they're going to jump around. I heard you like Mudkips. From Sunday, April 10th, from 2 to 5, uh, local time, I definitely like Mudkips. The Classic Community Day will give you Swampert with Hydro Cannon, special research story for a dollar, three times the catch bonus, uh, lure modules will last three hours, incense will last three hours. Man, when you look at these bonuses, that really makes the Stuffle Community Day look like a, like a can't-miss event, because that's it. Those are the bonuses. <laughs> Well, this is a classic community. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Those you get fancy classic, things. The back classic bonus. It's a classic bad experience. I mean, wonderful experience. Sorry, I am very excited that they decided to do another classic community day for those people to catch up. Good job, Niantic. Uh well, it's been, gosh, what over two, almost three years, I think, for since Mudkip was. I don't know what time is featured. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is, I don't even remember where I played Mudkip. I don't know if that was, like, Mayfair Mall. I don't know if that was Third Ward. I don't know if that was Elm. I have, like, no clue where I played Mudkip. So it's been that long. It's it's a little frustrating that Niantic... Well, we can stop the sentence right there. Uh, it's a... It's a little frustrating that Niantic was... Changed the the six hours to three hours... You could argue for Stuffle, they gave you over a month, and when I talked to Niantic, they were like, we were, we, quote, we hope that people, we hope that giving people a month will, like, let them plan around it, which, yeah, like, a month is a long time, you know, more time would be better, and it's like, okay, so you gave us a little more than a month to plan for Stuffle, but now you're only gonna give us, like, 12 days for Mudkit. Uh... According to this research I've done, the first Mudkip Day was July 2019. So three years. Yeah. Almost three years. Almost three years. Uh, I would have done it at the art park. Mm. Mm. True. Were you here in 2019, Will? You moved I in 2019. I was, but it was July 4th weekend. So. Right. I, 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 I don't know why this was like a last minute. Like, I don't know why they need... Well, why would we only get like two weeks for this this event? I'm sure they have their reasons. I'm Janine. <laughs> Janine was like, "Slap it here." I got the the only thing I day. could maybe guess is that they wanted a certain Pokemon, and they were probably getting pushback from TPCI, and then TPCI finally settled and wanted Mudkip, and then that was it. Wanted a certain Pokemon. I feel like we talked about this before, but like. The Pokemon company is what approved Community Day. Like, Niantic just right. can't pick yes. a Pokemon. 
Like they they can't. Yeah, but they, what do you think they wanted? I don't know. Charizard. <laughs> no, Squirtle. I'm pretty sure the Pokemon company definitely wants Charizard <laughs> all the time, if possible. I mean, if they were going to go in order, then it would have been what it would have been Squirtle. Yeah. I mean, because they would have skipped Charizard, because you save that for a special event when you really need to get people to come out. But they, so have, they, it, they, they did already have two Charmander communities, so that would have been right. a third without anyone else being doubled. I think Charmander's the only one that's been, because there was like a vote for four, and one was like Caterpie, yeah, yeah, Geodude, Charmander, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Squirtle or whatever, and it was like no contest. No, Eevee has been doubled. Eevee as well. So Charmander and Eevee True. are the two that have been doubled. So now Mudkip Wait. is the next one doubled. Was the original classic? The original Bulbasaur. classic was Bulbasaur. I mean, Bulbasaur. So that, yeah, that's been doubled. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking b- before they started doing classic communities. Because uh... Charmander was just that whatever that month was. It wasn't like a classic. It was like our month is now dedicated to Charmander again, and people again and the best Pokemon. They should just make it Char like just skip the Charmander yeah. part. Just throw the Charizards out there, and you know people let people go crazy. What it's a commute day. I don't know. Like like the you look. I look at the event bonuses and it's like no bonus lucky trade like stuffle. No half trades like like I get it. It's classic. It's supposed to be the same things it was before. It's three hours. It's well not even that. But it's more like it's less pressure. You don't you don't like the fact that there's no bonuses. You're not that. Push to, to participate. <laughs> You've already got your mudkips. You're like, you're like, is the hydro cannon different than the last time? No, uh, but like because like at the time, I would say I wasn't into GBL. Saying I'm into GBL now is kind of a stretch, but I do like the <laughs> big stretch. I, I do like the like jungle cup and the the like love cup, the, like the little things they do. I think those cups are really great and they're they're easier to, easier to plan for, but. Like at the time, three years ago, I didn't know that Hydro Cannon Swampert would be like what top top five Pokemon in in certain GBL formats. Like it, like Hydro Cannon Swampert's incredibly good. So in the in the case of like, well, I don't need any more shinies because what am I going to do with fifty shiny Mudkip? It would be nice to go out to try to get a good Mudkip for GBL. So there's there's that which I wouldn't really have considered three years ago for myself and maybe for some other people. Well, I mean, okay, so those people are motivated, but they're not motivated by trades and Stardust. And you yeah, gotta get the lucky Mudkip easier to power up. <sighs> April Fools two oh twenty two. Hey, we got it. I nothing normal this way come. Okay, so we we covered this event last week because yes. I yeah. I I I thought it was Ho Oh related. Correct. Right. But they didn't have the time last week when we right. covered it. When did this press come out? This came out March 31st. So a day before. Yeah, a day before. Yeah. So I didn't realize it was like, I thought it was all weekend. I thought it was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday when I read it last week. Okay. Um, no. Okay. Fine. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. When you read it last week. Yes. So when this release came out, I didn't really look at it. Because I was like, because uh, I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be did like it's ditto Sounds all weekend, right. and it was a uh, an event from twelve a.m. to eleven fifty nine p.m. Friday Under to Friday a new moon, which which they usually have never done. It usually is like ten to ten. It's usually ten a.m. local time to ten 
and then Ditto will appear more in the wild. You could get a shiny Ditto. So that 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 is the that is the event. But then more specifically, from five to eight on April first, five p.m. to eight p.m. local time. The following of Pokemon will appear more in the wild. Which one is actually Ditto? Ekans, Ghastly, Natu, Surskit, Finneon, Dwebble, Swirlix. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny Ditto. So we were all complaining about, uh, they gave a, the six hour community days changed to three hour community day. They gave us a month heads up. They gave us <laughs> less than <laughs> because... 24 hours to be like, Hey, there's this three hour incredibly high shiny Ditto event from five to eight. Hopefully you're not doing anything because, like, I mean, I'm sure they had their reasons. It's it's April Fools. It was the yeah. April Fools prank. You can't give people warning about the <laughs> warning. I'm going. I mean, and I'll be honest because I I started in the morning and literally played for like three hours in the morning from when I first signed into Pokemon Go about seven a.m. and did not see any dittos at all. And I was like. That's what the April Fools is. It's like they're telling <laughs> yeah. you to catch dittos, but there actually aren't any dittos. Yeah. Uh I again I the the three hour ditto time hit when I went to the gym, but uh due to the lack of actual service out where my gym is, I did my one round, I was like, Well, that's all I can do. I got two dittos and I'm out. I did hear one person say that they got a shiny ghastly caught it and it changed into a normal ditto yeah that was oh, pretty, i don't know if that was true <laughs> but i did i did not I think, get it, I think that ditto. that ditto that ghastly came from like field research oh and that's yeah. why it happened somebody programmed the wild encounters but not the field research encounters um, yeah i caught about 15 ditto but none of them were shiny yeah, I don't know what the odds were. I, I I'd probably guess it was probably one in twenty or something. It seemed high, but not like maybe one in twenty five. It seemed like a fun event. I, I just didn't I didn't have time to plan around it. <laughs> I mean you woke up at like eight PM, so Yeah, it was a little I too late. I don't know what your No, that was on you, Thursday you slept right because it. they announced the the GoFest the GoFest thing is what I was up for planning. Not getting lunch with us, that's for dang. Hey, Willie wanna go lunch next week? Possibly. Okay. Send me an invite okay. on Facebook. No. Bur- burned once, you know. Salandit, speaking of getting burned, Salandit, Salazzle, and more debut during the All Hands on Rocket Retreat event from Sunday, April 3rd to Thursday, April 7th. Team Rocket Takeover will be happening. Um, there'll be an influx of Pokemon first found in the Alola region. Salandit, and Salazzle make their Pokemon Go debut. Starting with this event, Salandit will be able to hatch from 12k eggs. You can use 50 Salandit candy to evolve female Salandit into Salazzle. It is the year of male Salandit. Is it? Because I didn't, I didn't hear that officially. Uh, you can get Shadow Latias from Giovanni. There are new Shadow Pokemon, Shadow Alolan Rattata, Alolan Sandshrew, Executor, Pseudo, Alolan Executor, Pseudo Odo, Shadow Girafferig and Shadow Numel. Team Rocket will appear more at Pokestops and in Balloons. You can use a Charge TM to forget frustration. The following Pokemon are available through Field Research, which is Sneasel and Scraggy. I think that's the first time Scraggy is from Field Research. 
And there is a scam bundle for 1,275 Poke Coins. You can get 10 max potions. Oh boy. 10 max revives. Oh boy. And 5 rocket radar. Wow, this is actually a legit scam. <laughs> Who is getting... Is it a rocket radar 100? Or maybe a rocket radar is 200. I think it's a... Is a rocket radar $2? There's no way. Who is buying this box? There's no way a rocket radar is... I have to check. It's 200. 200 $2 coins. $2 for... So even 5, five times 200 is, is 1,000. So you're paying an extra $2.75 for two, 10 max potions and 10 revives? What? <laughs> I have 19 rocket radars. Can I, I sell these to somebody? Because I don't use lot. them. I just... I am mostly over the whole... Team Go Rocket stuff. Yeah, it's it's exhausting. I would I would perhaps put out money to never see them for like a year. No, okay. I don't think Team Rocket is that exhausting in general. Like, when's the last time we had a Team Rocket event? Fall or something? No, the last time we had a Team Rocket event was all of these research things that I have to do, where I have to battle yeah. Rocket people that I don't want to do. So they sit in my research for all okay, eternity, but, but haunting <laughs> me and telling me what a failure I am. I also have a question before uh -huh. we get too far down. Isn't it numble? Is yes. it? Yes. Yeah, because they're numb. I'm numb. The show. I mean, you are. <laughs> but yeah, they're not new. They're numb. They're numble. Numble. When when like a a field research or whatever or like a quest is is like battle six go trainers that's fine. The thing that destroyed me completely on Team Rocket was level forty five in Pokemon Go. If you're not, oh, I haven't gotten there yet. If you're not there yet, let me delight you here. You need to defeat a hundred Team Rocket Go grunts. You need to purify a hundred shadow Pokemon. Now you thought the hundred grunts, oh boy. Guess what? You have to defeat 50 Team Rocket Go leaders. 50. In order to build a rocket radar, you need to do, is it six, right? Yeah, six. So six grunts. So if you do 60 of the 100 rocket grunts, that is only defeating a leader six times. No. Oh, sorry, 10 times. Yeah, <laughs> 10 times. I'm like, mm. So you have to theoretically defeat 300, and 300 rocket grunts. Yeah. It's fun. 300. Well, so yeah. you're telling me I'm right to have saved all of these rocket yes. radars and not use them. Yes, you, please save them until level 45. I mean, or... Because you everyone can, you've saved is six less rocket battles. Or you can spend $100 and just buy yeah. 50 rocket radars. Oh, I'm, sure, just, I'm sure those people exist. Just do it. I mean, why not give such a wonderful company all your money? If you, if you had... If you had... Um, if, you, if you didn't have a money... Like, if you were just rich... And you just like I mean, Pogo. If I was just rich, I wouldn't be doing this show. <laughs> <laughs> why why would right. you waste your time battling six rocket grunts? And why would you just I, not pay the $2? It's nothing. The, it's uh, the, not, it is nothing. The time investment of six rocket grunts is a lot. Although I would say, if I was rich, the time investment of that money sitting in interest 
would be more than me spending my time battling record runs on my own time. Because mm-hmm. that if I take that money out, it's not making me money anymore. Money begets money. If I spend it on frivolous sure. things, well, those rocket radars are one and done, gone. I believe it's Warren Buffett who said, uh, if your money's not working for you when you're asleep, you've done something wrong. I don't know the full quote. <laughs> <laughs> if your money's not working for you while you're battling Team Go Rocket, what are you doing with your life? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Team Go Rocket is trying to get you to spend their, your money. Because that is the, the real mob. evil corporation. Well, they were the mob. They were the mob until Gen 2, and then they became a weird cult. But mm-hmm. I anticipate the day in two years where Salandit is much easier to get, and I don't have to worry about 12K eggs. And so I Salandit will, Community Day is very exciting. I will patiently wait for, um, like, I... I I I love your optimism that we'll be around in two years, like the world as a whole. But hey, Gen I, I am there with you. Don't buy in. <laughs> well, the thing I I think about it in the sense of like, is there any reward for completing your Pokedex? No, and that's cool. There you doesn't a, have you to get be a medal. You get a little medal. Yeah, but that medal doesn't do anything. Oh, you it's know not what? A shiny charm for for all the ridiculous things that you point out that people care about. They literally put. On one of these Pokemon Go community days, there will not be a medal for this community oh, day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. people actually care. I mean, I care about the medals. Why? I don't know. But not in the sense of like, look, look, I like Solanet. I think it's a great Pokemon. A huge star in new Pokemon Snap. Just a wonderful Pokemon in general. Love the love the concept of how male Solanet can evolve. Love everything about Solanet. There is nothing. Why was it new Pokemon Snap? It's in the the final area before you draw. It's where it's like right before Jirachi. It's right after Jirachi pops up. You start the course. Jirachi's there right away. You take pictures of Jirachi. You turn into the cave. Male Salant. Male Salant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how big of a Salant fan I am. I know exactly where they are in New Pokemon Snap. Are you a big fan? I love Salant. I think I've he's great. I've never seen you wear Salant merch. I've never seen one on True. your team. I've True. never seen you even made it. You even made it. Year of the male Salandit when that is given to the Pokemon you like the least. True. Male Salandit is a wonderful Pokemon, Greg. Let's... Yeah, but not according to you, because you treat it like dirt. <laughs> no, it's where is your male Salandit merch? Where is your male Salandit skateboard? Where is your I male don't think exactly. artwork? If they had a Salandit skateboard, I'm saying it right now, I will purchase it. As long where as... is your male Salandit tattoo? But it has to be a boy Salandit. All right, here's here's the real question. Cramorant, male Salandit. Oh, Cramorant. Um, Not a true fan, then. Okay, so this this is how I think, right? Oof. Big oof. Oof, oof, oof. Here we go. Salandit is in 12K eggs. You have to either spend $2 or battle six rocket grunts. Or a chance to get a 12k egg. You don't have to walk that 12k egg. And in reality, you're probably going to get Absol or Vullaby or whatever other bad Pokemon is in there. You're not going to get Slanded because it's probably the rarest Pokemon in that egg. And then you hatch it and then you go, I hatched it. Oh, it's a male. I can't evolve it. And then what? And then do it all again for a pot? Like, why? I just... The energy you would have to put in to this to get us for what to be like, I have I, it. 
the work is its own reward, Steve. That's true. Hmm. I I, be- I believe that Niantic has a plan here, and that is to make you spend money on incubators and mm-hmm. and Team Rocket. I, under- I understand the corporate plan. I don't. And have- I think the fact that we are supporting such a wonderful corporation as Niantic that alone is a reward. Me getting a male slanted is also a reward that I am Look. thrilled to have the chance to do. As as somebody who needs to make content frequently to then get money to pay my bills i can applaud the like niantic being like we're gonna sucker at least one percent of our player base into going for this bobby and that's gonna pay the bills look bob we're all we're all (laughs) slaves to corporate america here i understand (laughs) they have come up with a system to make money off people and i applaud that I am more so applauding the people that are like me and that are like, ah, 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 Niantic, I will wait a full year until it's easier <laughs> to get wait. this Pokemon. What can we do? What, what, so we need to record a series of random podcasts and one of them will be good. And then people will get a random code for a dollar and they'll just keep paying us until they get the good episode. Mm. This is how we monetize this show. Got it. I thought we just monetized the show through Patreon. <laughs> yeah, no, this is an addition. This is tapping into that gamification, mm-hmm. gambling mentality. Mm-hmm. Maybe this time it'll be good. Again, I have I have no problem with them like uh, hiding a Pokemon behind these like hoops you have to jump through. Paywall. Because, because I know that eventually it'll be easier to get. I'm just to the point in the game where it's like, I'll just wait for it to be easier. I, I well, am- yeah, because eventually, right in. What five years we're gonna have Pokemon Alola tour, and <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. they'll I'm have it in there. Well, yeah. it's, it's it's like the whole when when we did Go Fest together. This whole podcast has come full circle. We start with Go Fest, we'll end with Go Fest before the break. Um, when we did Go Fest together at the art park, they had Dino in raids. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not falling for this again. I fell for I fell for it the first time with Gibble in raids for the GoFest prior to that, and I knew what was happening. I knew I was falling for it, but I was like, and I am not going to... you had two s- people next to you saying, stop falling for it, and you're like, nah, mm-hmm. I need it. And they put Dino in raids for GoFest because they're easy dollars they could get out of people, but we all know there will be a Dino community day. And it's like, do I, because of the excitement of this event, do you spend dollar after dollar after dollar to get Dino, or do I just wait probably, what, a year? I would actually expect Dino Community Day is probably going to be this year, probably near the end of the year, I would assume, if not over the summer. Probably October, because it's a good ghost Pokemon. Yeah, Dino is my favorite ghost Pokemon. <laughs> and then, and then the only, then everyone wins, except for the people who spent a bunch of money on Dino during Go Go, uh, Go Fest, and they're going to be like, "Well, they my Dino's not special rights. anymore." They went world first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you mean, know, they, that they had a shiny Hydreigon before everyone else. That's cool. And I can go around and go, and then when everybody else has theirs, I can go around and cry saying mine's been devalued by all you by all you latecomers and Johnny come latelys. Greg, that attitude is seeping back oh, in. Sorry, sorry. They are the money well spent. They are happy with the year that they got to spend with their shiny friend. And then everybody else gets to catch up and have a wonderful experience with their shiny three. I will admit, 
if if Dino or Gibble or Solanet, if the if these were my favorite Pokemon, I would probably give Niantic the money and do it, and probably not be super salty at the end. I mean, when they first <laughs> released Shiny Roselia, I did no extra hunting because I'm like, I'll catch it at some point. Sure, it's my favorite Pokemon, but I might give them money. Uh, but if once Cramorant comes. All, all, all hands on deck. Although I you do, already I spent like eighty dollars in Unite, a game you don't like playing. What? No. Uh, t- t- full disclosure: the the gems I spent in Unite were provided to me by the Pokemon Company. I have only given Unite twenty of my own dollars. I did spend one hundred fifty dollars in Apex Legends, but we're not going to talk about that right now. We're going to yeah, take a quick are. break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about <laughs> bread. <laughs> <laughs> Be right back. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like taking a call on the train or a bus on speaker for everyone to hear. Do you Those want people the, are so annoying. Do you want the whole train to know how much money you spent on 12k eggs for Mail Solanda? <laughs> $50,000! How much money you spent on Team Go Rocket Radars? Yeah, you don't want the train to know that. You don't want any of that. ISPs, your providers, will know every single website you visit. That alone should send a chill down your spine. But they can also sell that information to ad companies and to tech giants who will then use that data to target you. And boy, howdy, will they. You'll get some of the most annoying ads ever. So you can use ExpressVPN because it will reroute your network data through a secure encrypted tunnel so that your ISP can't see or sell your online activity. It is incredibly easy to use. Just fire up the app, click a button, and you're good to go. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. Any, anybody who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. I, here's something for you guys, Steve and Greg. Would you believe that right now, at this minute, I am using ExpressVPN? I believe it. I believe it. And (laughs) I'll tell you why. If you remember from previous ExpressVPN advertisements, I mentioned how I used to visit my friend who's a cybersecurity person, and I certainly did not feel safe using the internet (laughs) at their house. Yes. Because they almost told me straight to my face that they would spy on whatever I would do at their house. Well, that friend is temporarily living in my house, and now I don't even feel safe in my own home. (laughs) Even my own home. Because that dude is sitting on my (laughs) Wi-Fi network. Sniffing and poking and poking paying attention and to everything that I'm doing. Looking at all the things. Because I am on ExpressVPN, he cannot see what is transpiring on my computers, on my iPad, on my iPhone. He doesn't know that I've been to Bulbapedia 18 times today. Protect your online privacy by visiting expressvpn.com slash pkmncast. That is express. VPN E X P R E S S V P N dot com slash P K M N C A S T and you can get an extra three free months using our code expressvpn.com slash P K M N C A S T And we are back from our break. Hey, I wanted to circle back. Yeah. Bread. No. Fred is at the end. I want to circle back to the conversation we had last week about Pogo. We had. Uh, I don't remember having a conversation about Pogo last week. 
I certainly didn't have a conversation about Pogo last week. <laughs> <laughs> we had a we had a two hour show that was kind of centered around some choices that Niantic made, and there was a lot of good discussion both in our Discord and our Slack and our Twitch channel, um, and the YouTube comments and on Twitter and everything. So um, there's a lot of good discussion around that stuff. But there was a there was a couple things that were on my mind that we didn't really get to, and I feel like if we just don't cover it now after that episode, then we're gonna get like sword and shiver, or we're gonna get like scarlet and violet news, and then all this other stuff, and then we're gonna get away from it. And I think I think in general that's the the fact that the stuffle community hasn't happened yet makes this kind of still on people's radar. A couple things, and I'll just go off maybe easiest and hardest, was I was thinking about the community aspect of Niantic saying they want to force people to play together because that is community. And I was thinking about this in the sense of watching wrestling with Will yesterday. And I I did extend the offer to Greg of like, hey, Greg, you want to come over and watch wrestling? Knowing that like Greg had you know zero interest in watching wrestling. Well, while I was. I appreciate the invite, the first invite of the week. <laughs> True. When I was watching wrestling last night and being very disappointed with the ten dollars I spent on watching wrestling, I was like, "This would be a good show for Greg to watch." Like, if if we're looking at any wrestling product in general, it wouldn't be like Monday Night Raw. It wouldn't be like Friday Night SmackDown. It wouldn't be like one of their other pay per views. Like mm. WrestleMania, and I would probably argue Money in the Bank, SummerSlam. SummerSlam, SummerSlam, and then probably the Royal Rumble are like the four pay-per-views that are like, if this is somebody's first time getting into wrestling, this is what you want to show them. But it's not my first time getting into wrestling. Well, you know, a person in general. Hey, I want to. So that that's how I got Irene into wrestling was the Royal Rumble. I was like, this like if you don't like the Royal Rumble, you're not gonna like. Raw, you're not going to like Smack, you're not going to like anything else, because like this is the best they have to offer. And I really think that Community Day is that for Pogo. Like Community Day is kind of the best that Niantic has to offer. And one of the things that we talked about, well, I, I, I do, I do think like Community Days are like the better, the, like, the better Pogo experiences. And we talked about how last week that None of us really talk to anyone in Community Day. Like, we go out there and, like, we just do our own thing. I would argue the best they have to offer are Safari Zones and GoFest. That is the best they have to offer because they really do those very well. Yes. Mm -hmm. I do agree with you, but those are paid experiences. Yeah, but you had, like, if you're going to make the wrestling analogy, so is the things that you're saying are good entry. Okay, okay, don't don't push on it too hard. It'll break. (laughs) Because literally, (laughs) you're saying you paid $10, but that would be an ideal experience for me to get in. So you paid for the better experience. One for one, GoFest and those are a paid experience, and they're a better experience, and that is a good way to get people in. Greg, the attitude... Because you're going to say that the best experience come when you give them money. Leave that last week. This, I mean, we're in this week. You wouldn't have had to pay the ten dollars. I paid but the ten. Exactly. Did. Exactly. Well, and it's okay. It, and and it's like this. And you no, don't have you to pay for like, the okay, research well, here, task for Community Day to still here. enjoy the Community Day. Yes. All right. Did you have something else yeah. to say, Steve? Because I had one other thing to say about yeah. people's interpretation of Community Day. But okay. So even if we don't talk to anyone, there's still that energy there, which I think is the important part. Like. 
you could go to WrestleMania or you could go to a sports game or you could go to a concert and not talk to anyone there. But the energy of people around you is infectious. And it is why you would go to WrestleMania or it's why you would go to Raw or SmackDown and not talk to anyone and walk away feeling like that was a good experience because you're surrounded by those people and the energy. Even like even when I've, I've went to SmackDown twice. Never talked to a single person around me, but I walked away being like, it was cool to be around those people. Hmm. And that is a double-edged sword. Sure. That, that, but, but it is why sporting events and all these and, and yes. concerts are so infectious, because you are surrounded by energy of other people. Yes. yes. I, I, I will say that there, there can be, for a number of people, a good experience being in a crowd of like-minded people. There's also a number of people that that is a huge, absolutely not situation. <laughs> so like that, that like it is, it is a thing that can sell community days. If, if you find comfort and energy in that situation. And I will say probably a majority of people do because humans are herd animals. So it is a safe bet that being around like-minded people who are also excited will get you excited. It it is not a for sure bet, but yes. sure, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to give my variance on that interpretation because I th- there were a lot of people who took the discussion last week as uh, community day is for y- intended for you to talk to strangers. Yes, I think a lot of people came away thinking that, and and I I don't think that that's the case at all. I also don't think that community day is you have to be enmeshed in a crowd of other people. It's just the way that Pokemon Go works is you can be experiencing the event at the same time as other people who are relatively nearby without having to be in the middle of them. And you benefit from that experience. Yes. Also, in no way am I like defending Niantic's six to three hour choice. I'm just like, I just thought that point kind of got lost. I do think that like forcing people I, to play together I, yeah. does force this sense of community, whether you're talking to people or not. But for, for because it's it forces more people to be having the experience at the same time. I don't think it forces a sense of community. I think it forces the perspective of you benefit from a community. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's easier to see. Hey, having all these people here is benefiting me, whether I want to interact or not. I also I I do also want to say though, because a person did bring up like we used to have great community days and then they re- release all of these things and now oh, people only want to do it at home that mm-hmm. that sign that is a sign that your game isn't that fun mm-hmm. if people would rather pay to bypass the hassle that you created because they can get a very similar experience from it that is a problem of the game yeah well let me say two is things the, to that right yeah uh, because Greg, you would rather use speed tickets to play Pokemon Masters and just get through it. That says a lot about the gameplay of Pokemon Masters, now, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but the other thing I, I want to say, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: I play the game for the new content, but when they force me to do old content, yeah, I don't want to prove again that I know how to do this yep. content. And there was also I saw one somebody commented that they they felt bad playing Pokemon Go because they felt like people thought it was weird to see them walking around looking at their phone. Uh, let me speak directly to you, friend. Everybody in the world is walking around looking at their phone. 
nobody knows what you're doing on there. They're going to assume 2022 that you're watching TikToks. Yep. So just don't, nobody's paying attention to you. It's, it's the gym myth. It doesn't matter how badly you're doing at the gym. Nobody's paying attention to you. Everybody at the gym is a big old narcissist just paying attention to their own selves and their own <laughs> lives and their gym crush. And if you're that concerned, you're probably not their gym crush. So don't worry about it. I want to be somebody's gym crush. Go well, to you got to go to the gym first. Oh, boy. What the heck? I was so worried last week that uh, we would get the message wrong. Myself in particular. I'm never worried about Greg. Greg is very good with words. And I, I don't ever want to come off as like ableist in a, in any way. And I, but I do, I like know that, you know, I'm very healthy. I, I do like to walk. I, I said this last week. I am like Niantic's perfect customer minus that, you know, I refuse to buy eggs for mail to land it. But like I am the customer they want, the customer that's very willing to go outside in, in heat, in cold, in rain. Like Will and I played a whole day of Pokemon Go in the rain. Um, and it was a great experience. And uh, there was a there was a couple comments that were like, "How much accessibility is is too much?" And yeah, that that the the I'm gonna walk away from the ledge because that made me really angry. I I think they were joking, but like the comment was like, uh, "When is Niantic going to make the game better for blind people?" And I I'm actually sure that there is probably a way to play it with the features that are on ios or android i'm sure there's a way to play it that comment made me furious because here's here's the here's the thing that had that that that's said about books well they can't see the words so why should any book be translated into braille people who are deaf can't hear movies so why should there be closed captioning it ruins my experience by seeing words on the screen the idea that because we can't conceptualize how that would work for a person means it's not worth doing at all infuriates me. It took years, years for people to get Braille on cash machines to make people who have different abilities uh, feel independent and a part of society. So you can say, oh, it's just a game and they can't see it anyways. That can be applied to books. They don't need to read books for fun. They don't need to have a full life of independence because it's too hard for us and it costs us money to include them these people who aren't going to get the same enjoyment out of me, out of it that in that mindset makes me angry because that has held back ramps to get into places it has held back the crosswalks that talk to let people who are blind know it's safe to cross the street it's held back so many things because well such a small people use and they barely use it at all it's not worth giving them independence or access it's just <laughs> well but also Ugh. right going along with that greg it's also a false argument because it is. it is not a dichotomy it is not a perfect dichotomy there is such a thing as losing your sight or extremely poor eyesight and guess what the older i get yeah. the more i fall into that category and guess what braille helps people who have poor eyesight as well, who can be mobile. I mean, closed captioning helps me as my ear, my hearing is getting worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you can be a, you can be Steve, a perfect walking individual whose favorite game is Pokemon Go. Steve gets hit by the light rail and can no longer walk. Mm -hmm. That's true. That could happen. Then what? Then it would be, it would be very hard for me to play 
this game I love so much. Right. Um, and, and and you and asking a company and people to consider your perspective and they turn a deaf ear to you and people say things like, well, it was never designed for you. It was designed for you before your unfortunate accident, but it was designed that's for how the life old works. you. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah. we're moving on. Um, and there are ways that you can play. Like there are sound cues in Go. You can hear the cries. You can hear the clicks. You can hear things. They could add things to make it accessible, more accessible to people who can't see to instill enjoy the game because you can't envision it. Doesn't mean they should be cut out. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it, it did make me think, and I'm just bringing this up as an example because, uh, because I, there was a conversation on a different video game podcast a couple years ago, and it brought me back to this conversation about accessibility. And there's this game that I absolutely love. It's probably actually legit, like a top five video game for me of all time. I don't think I've, I maybe only talked about it once. It's called The Witness. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's this it's this brilliant puzzle game. And it has like seven different parts of an island. Just the, the, the island, you get to this island, you don't know what's happening. It's very mysterious. There's like these notes left everywhere. There's a lot of like mindfulness notes and like, like eventually you'll get to the path. There's like obviously a character used to live on this island. So you're trying to figure out who this character is. Um, not going to spoil it, but the whole game is puzzles and there are different types of puzzles. And just like in Super Mario 64, you don't need to do everything to get to the end of the game. You can, um, but you, you have to do maybe like five out of seven of the islands or something like that, or areas. Like, you don't have to do all of them. There's a part of the island where all of the puzzles are, are sound-based. And I couldn't do any of them. Like, I don't know if... if not i i'm just dumb right like i just can't like like well, you I, don't have a you don't have a tonal ear yeah right? i like, can't i can't hear different tones like yeah I, you're I, not musically inclined tone tones are lost on you I, I just couldn't do any of them um but it doesn't it didn't prevent me from like beating the game because i just went to a different island but i love this game so much i did want to try to like 100 percent it and i just couldn't because like some of the puzzles were legit hard there's another part of the island and this is more the more accessibility part um, which is all colors and there it's, it's like this greenhouse and the different types of green, like it's a greenhouse, but also there's like a glass house of red and a glass house of yellow and a glass house of green. And be, when the light goes through, there's these plants and everything is, it, all, every puzzle is based off mixing colors and having other colors. This game doesn't have a colorblind mode. Mm-hmm. And I, I do know plenty of I, I do know a handful of people that are colorblind and they it would be impossible for them to do that part of the island and uh that part of the island got flack because it wasn't accessible like if just like i couldn't do the the music part of the island you colorblind people couldn't do that part of the island so i guess the argument would be like how if if you make that part ex- if if you make that how do i word this the whole point of the island is to mix the colors. And so if you take it away, do you take away the goal of what that island, it, like that part is, when they did technically design the game where you don't have to do it, right? You can do the other islands and still see the ending of the game. But like, if you do make that quote unquote more accessible, I'm really sorry, I don't know the correct wording, then does that ruin the experience for what you originally designed it for, which was well, for 
So like the question is, 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 are the color choices so important that if they were switched to a colorblind safe palette, that would have radically altered the, like, is it so important that it's red, yellow, and green that it couldn't have been red, blue, triharky or whatever the, there's like three. Yeah. Whichever, I forget what the other one is, depending on your colorblind. Like, and that that's part of the problem is when people look at those things and say, well, color is so important. It is, especially to people who can't see it. But but it, also it's also a problem with people who have face blindness. Face blindness is very common. There are people who cannot literally see people's faces and remember them. So if you have portraits that don't have other signifying things people can't do that either and it would be easy to add a simple color palette switch an option to turn on colorblind mode an option on the tonal islands to add a symbol or the notes or the frequency meter like there's little tweaks you can add to make them accessible that you just don't because your brain is locked into color is so important Mm -hmm. Why? Why is that shade important? Or is it just that you want them to mix in a certain way that you think is pretty? Aesthetic, right? Or just like, use your creativity to design, if if you have to do a colorblind mode, that is an equivalent puzzle that doesn't rely on color in just in some, some way. I mean, colorblind people can see mixtures of color. You just have to pick the right palette. It's not... It it is just a, it is a simple mindset of we didn't think about it and when we're called out on it we get defensive about it because oh it's too hard and there's so few people and why would you and it ruins the aesthetic of our game you're just being defensive I think I think the creator was asked why there was no colorblind mode and they were like we we thought about it and that's why we didn't make the game I think they said something like that's why you you can just skip that like if it's too hard mm-hmm. there's we we made so many puzzles that. You don't have to worry about doing these, and you can still see the end of the game. Because the end of the game puzzles... I mean, that, is, like, that is definitely a way around it, and it kind of needs to be, like, that should be a part of the game. Yeah. Like, where it's where it explains that clearly. You don't have to do... this. These islands are optional and only for this completion, for a completionist, and move on. Like, as long as that's spelled out, but if... If your game and the plotline is designed that you are you are left with a feeling of I'm not completing the game because I can't do this, that is a very different feeling than this is very optional. It won't affect my gameplay. Yeah. Um, but I think going back to the the Niantic stuff, I think why you get so many people that are that are mad is because the it, it it's literally what Greg said earlier. Like I am a perfect customer. I've been playing this game for five years. I suddenly get hit by the light rail. I can now not play the game how I used to play it. And what Niantic did over course of the last two years of the pandemic was made it possible for anyone to play at home. And then so new players got in and they fell in love with this game. And now Niantic is saying, okay, your time's up. Yeah, uh-huh, psych. Uh-huh. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Where it, honestly, if they would have never done that, you would have probably not heard such an outcry yeah. because those players were already not playing the game. There would have right. probably we probably still would have got to this point of like, hey, when is Niantic going to get 
more uh, like accessible but the people that you're hearing from and the people that were 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 trying to be voices for like they got in because niantic made it accessible and then they took they're now taking it away yeah it's also frustrating when you see a company that can do the thing and shows that they've been able to do this all along and then for it's like it's like working from home and suddenly everybody's saying, well, you have to come back to the office. Nothing changed. Maybe working it out. Things were better. <laughs> and for no reason you want me to come into the office. Why? It's, it, it's the fact that when they show that they can, with some effort, but still flourish, and then pull that away for no reason, that that is a very salty move. Yeah. It is just sour. Which, which, again, is what I will say last week, say it again this week. If people want to play at home and they want to they want to spend the 50 cents and they want to spend the dollars for the remote raid passes and they they want they're okay with the spawns in their house. That's cool. Whatever. You do you. Play the game how you want to play it. But like it it just because Niantic feels the need to punish everyone. Like <laughs> yeah. that's that's the frustrating part. Like I'm going outside Niantic. I'm going to the parks. I'm going to your community days. Why am I getting why are you punishing everyone? Like reward if you want people to go outside, reward those people. Yeah. Make those people feel like they're like, yes, we're playing the game well, you want and, to play. And people are like, oh, how would you I'm like there's so many ways to do it. If you wanted if you wanted people to walk, make rare spawns happen more often when you're walking through incense than at home. So if a rare spawn chance is one in a hundred at home, make it one in fifty if you're walking. So that there's actually a visible benefit to, hey, if I walk around, I still get it at home, just not as often, but I'm rewarded for doing what you want me to do. I mean, there's a lot of ways to sort of get around it. And like people, and I think what also people are like, well, how would you do it? Like, I, it's not my job to sit here and try to think mm -hmm. through every scenario. Like if you hired me and gave me a week to say, come up with solutions, I absolutely could. I can't in a two hour podcast solve for X. <laughs> No, but I no, don't, no, no free art contest. to know what all the things are. No free art contest. We're not solving problems for big, <laughs> big money companies. The the last thing I wanted to say, based off last week's conversation, was I I do genuinely think Pokemon Go is a bad game for for everyone who plays at home. I think maybe the writing on the wall is that's definitely intentional from Niantic now. <laughs> but like, if you cannot leave your house for whatever reason and your choice is, is is pokemon go or any other free to play game i just think the value for pogo is, is bad for me i can compare pogo which is a free to play game to another free to play game i'm going to use apex legends both are free and and your 150 dollars worth of bad packs for for anyone at home think uh take pokemon go if you play it and then think of literally any other free to play game whether that's like clash royale gardenscapes pokemon unite project makeover the greatest For game fortnite ever. literally there's uh, like we we could spend five hours listing very popular free to play <laughs> games right i'm gonna use apex legends for this example but again you at home pick whatever other free to play game in in apex legends i can start up the game I have almost all the legends. I have like half the roster of legends unlocked. I can pick that legend. I can drop in and I can have a great experience. My match could be 45 seconds because I could die right away, but then I could just drop back in. My match could be 40 minutes and I could make it to the end and be like top three in the circle. 
There's also different game modes in Apex Legends. I can play Battle Royale. I can play Battle Royale Ranked. I can play I can play um, Arenas, which is three versus three. I can play Control, which is nine versus nine. Like there's different modes I can play. When I'm playing, I can unlock resources to unlock other characters for free. I can unlock loot boxes. Like I get all of that without spending a dollar, right? And I get all of that in a very compact experience. In Pogo, I open up the game and I have the spawns that are in my house. I'm going to maybe say, let's say I have five or six spawns. I can catch those spawns and then my experience is done. That's it. I could remote into a raid. That's a dollar. I could pop an incense. Let's say the incense was one spawn a minute, what it used to be. I could pop an incense. That's 50 cents. And now for 90 minutes, I get to wait for a Pokemon to spawn in for a minute, throw a Pokeball, hope I have 190 Pokeballs, and then catch it. And then my experience is over. Like, just it's just so hard for me to, like, say this game here wants 50 cent minimum at an at-home experience for 90 minutes. And this game over here, the game I'm using, Apex Legends, you can use Pokemon Unite or whatever other game, offers me so much for free. It's just, to me, it's very jarring. Like, I just, like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to tell people who are, who can't leave their house to be like, scream at them to play another game. I get why they play Pogo. Like, I love Pogo, and the reason, like, I, I get why people love Pogo. But, like, it's just a, at its core, it's such a bad game <laughs> that, like, it j- because because once you go out uh, outside and you see the Pokestops and then you see the gyms and the spawns are happening and all that, like, that's where the game really shines. And at home, whether it's intentional or not, Niantic is making it a bad experience to push you outside. And that's why I'm just like, don't give like don't give niantic money for that at home but i get it like if that's if that's the game you like and you don't have kids and you don't you know all your bills are paid you're in no credit card debt you got money to burn and this is the at-home experience you want i get it but like i just feel like there's the the amount of what other free-to-play games offer for the like time put in is just so vast and honestly like they are different games. Like, not, like yeah. one is theoretically a walking game, and Apex Legends in this example is not a walking game, right? It's a shooter. It's, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, the the I will say this: the good thing is there are other Pokemon experiences now, right? There's Unite, which look, I I'm back into Masters and Masters fourteen hundred. Your boys competitive, wrecking houses, ruining lives. But there's also a collection aspect in Pokemon Masters now. And Masters has vastly re- improved their reward system. I think they have vastly improved their storyline writing. I, th- I, th- I think that where Masters started to really flirt with the pay a lot of money to get the best things, and that there's an aspect to it, I think they've also sort of realized that they need to be a bit more generous since the game is now about collecting pairs, that they need to let people who don't want to pay money collect pairs more often. And I think Masters is in a much better spot that they gave you things for free, and they have now on the twenty fifth of every day. Mm-hmm. The twenty fifth, yeah, twenty fifth, yeah, day. have their Master Day. They have really sort of ramped up that 
it's more fun to collect in this game. And I think it's a good alternate if you like collecting aspects that are found in Go. I think the weird thing about Go is, like you said, is they have gone down this pay for our best experience model that, like, and we say before, Go Fast is their best experience and you have to pay for it. They are a pay for their best experience game. And I, I still, I, 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 I flipped on my view last week and I made a joke last week of like, I wonder if how much of the Pokemon company is like, we don't want people to play at home because we, we have those games for people to play at home. Like make your game different, Niantic. This is too close to the sun for us. Mm. And Greg was like, no, I believe that. And now like, after thinking about it, it was like, Niantic gets easy money doing it. Uh-huh. They get easy money. Like, if you want to sit at home and not leave and pay 50 cents every 90 minutes, why would Niantic say no to that? Like, like, now, like it's not a great experience for 50 cents. It is definitely an experience. It's definitely an experience. experience but- now you've uncovered the Illuminati, exper- <laughs> the, the, the secret conspiracy behind the whole... But also, there's, like, parts of me that is, that is, like, I, I rarely will buy remote raid passes or anything that isn't five star if it's a five star tapu coco i will i will maybe spend two to three dollars on it remote raid pass but no more because like but if it's shiny if it's shiny tapu coco which is eventually we'll get but that that's a one in 20 chance for shiny i might spend probably 20 dollars on it remote raid passes but then then i think like there's a rock rep down the street I'm not. I don't want to pay a dollar for Rockruff. It's just Rockruff. Like, and and this this is my separation of a dollar for Rockruff. Yeah, it could be shiny, but a dollar for Tapu Koko could be shiny in the future. But also, the Tapu Koko just gives me way better rewards, more experience, more rare candy. Like, if I have a dollar, and you and you know, there's going to be a Rockruff day, right? So, but like, then I think, well, I could leave my house, walk down the street, do the Rockruff. For, for free and then walk back and that's like 15 minutes out of my day or I could just remote in and save 15 minutes for a dollar but I, I feel like I lose in both situations I, I mean you do but I mean that was the person who's saying that they, their their community doesn't want to go out anymore it's because going out isn't particularly fun mm-hmm. the experience of me paying a dollar to bypass that and just not waste my time and get it done earlier right to get it done with faster that is not a good sign that your game is fun well yeah right the only reason <laughs> that i was able to complete the ditto research the ditto event is because i have a dog that i was walking and i was out and i was like i'm, I'm out here walking in this i'm i'm doing something field. else i <laughs> might as well do this while exactly. i'm doing something else yeah i don't that ever turn a healthy like, like when I turn on an incense, it's it me turning on the incense is like me saying I'm playing this game now for this full time. Yeah. If I was to say, hey, I'm playing for the next 90 minutes and I'm out walking and I see a rock roof raid, that's going to be like my target. I'm going to I'm going to walk over to that rock roof. I'm going to do it. Um, and then I'm going to keep walking and I'm going to keep exploring, which is oddly enough, the thing that Niantic wants you to do. They want you to explore. They want you to walk. They want you to like form a community. But when I'm at home and I'm like, I see that rock rough and it's like, ah, do I want to put my shoes on? Do I want to put my coat on? Do I want to walk 15 minutes there? Do the raid 15 or not 15, maybe like 10, 
It's like, no, I don't that that 20 minutes of my time is not worth it. If I was to like turn on an incense walk and then plan to walk some more, it would be worth it. But like that's that specific situation of like, do I want to leave for a rock riff and then come back? I would rather spend the dollar. But yeah, because I'm going to save 20 minutes of my day. But also, I don't want to spend the dollar because I don't want to give Niantic a dollar for Rockruff. I just, <laughs> I mean, I think the problem with where Pokemon Go is as a game is playing it isn't particularly fun. And the things you do in the game are because it makes more sense to do it as an opportunity. I have to go for an hour walk. I might as well turn on an incense to make this game more worthwhile having open on my hour walk. But if I wasn't planning that hour walk, if I didn't have to walk to a store, if I didn't have to walk to a meeting, this game would not get opened. And that is the problem that Go is in right now, the way they've designed the game. You need to want to do things in it because you're doing something else. And community days are a way to say, okay, I'm going to go carve out a chunk of my time because the rewards are so good and I know my friends are going to do it. But if I'm playing the game on my own, heck no. If I was at your house, if Will and I were at your house and we saw a rock rough down the street, that's an easier decision. Let's go walk there because we're walking together. We're having a good time. We're spending time together and then coming back. If Trust, we're the not only thing there, at Steve's house is a little pup. I right. tried last night real hard. <laughs> but but if we're if you're alone, the game isn't worth it. And you can, you can definitely make game. the game worth it if you're alone. Like, I have definitely had situations where, like, I had a rough day. I just want to walk. Like, I want to, I want to, I need a reason to leave my, I literally need reasons to leave my house at this point. I work, I work all day in front of this computer. So it's like, I'm going to go to Mall of America because it's cold outside. I'm going to do like three laps, which is, which is an hour. I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm going to turn on incense. I'm going to have a great time. But I, plan for that right it's not like a game like apex legends where i walk downstairs i turn it on i'm instantly having fun and i've committed no i didn't have to go anywhere i didn't have to spend any money it's it's good to go i don't necessarily think that's like a bad thing for a game to be like this game is because you can you can gamify a lot of stuff like there like there's an app called run keeper and that that like it did make running fun for me when i ran when i did run are you thinking run keeper or zombie run both a zombie runs good run, run keeper had like no you know like the game. goals and like the like it's the whole apple watch thing of like go out and exercise today and get a medal All like right. okay. yeah i mean you have to care about that stuff like g- gamification believe me i have to do this for my job and a good game a good gamification has multiple rewards that that entice a lot of people so I don't I don't I don't give a hoot about medals. I don't give a hoot about collection. I don't care about achievements because they mean nothing to me at all. Uh I get medals for exercising, but I could care less. Like I I don't whatever. I used to care I'm about not, the Apple I'll, medal system and then I lost half my Apple medals and I was like I'm not restarting this. It doesn't it, it's a virtual it's a virtual thing that only matters to you. And if you get enjoyment from from running uh, and for medals, those are great, but you should always have some other reward system. What is this bread? Okay, bread, 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 bread. Move on. You've been promising bread for an I hour know. and a half. I'm, I'm starving. This is off English.kyodonews.net. 
a Pokemon bread has sparked a craze in South Korea on its return to shelves for the first time in two decades. Driven by many child, many blah, 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 driven mainly by childhood nostalgia of fans of the global hit animation series Pocket Monsters, uh, but it is winning new admirers. About 4.7 million packs of the bread have been sold in the last month since its return to stores in late February. It comes with stickers of characters of the beloved Japanese animation and video game series, which made its debut in South Korea in 1999. With some stores quickly selling out, queues have formed, and even celebrities have been scrambling to buy the cake-like bread. RM, leader leader and member of the famed K-pop boy band BTS, also known as Namjoon, took social media to say that he is going to eight convenience stores to finally get a hold of some. The bread was first released in 1998 and sold around early 2000s and returned to the market due to consumer demand, according to its manufacturer. Um, there's like a bunch more stuff about the the bread. So uh, bread, see, like the Pikachu one looks like it's bread. The Team Rocket one in this picture is definitely a Swiss cake roll. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a Swiss cake. It's, oh, ho, ho. it's a stretch on the definition of bread. I think it's a they're not desserts. a good translation. I think they're like <laughs> Korean little Debbie snacks. Yeah. But Lil they Debbie didn't make good, it to South Korea, eat, so I'm not sure. I would eat them it, a lot. It makes me think, in my the town that I came from in New York, um, there's two mega bakeries. And each year, they come out with something called Easter bread. And it it's bread that has sprinkles. I, I can't describe it. But it's not really bread, and it's not really cake. <laughs> but it's somewhere. Isn't that somewhere. the one that's got... It's like, it's like a... It's like a, it's usually like a wreath, and they have sprinkles and eggs, like hard boiled yeah. eggs, colored eggs. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and what's funny is like you can tell, you can tell what kind of person somebody from my town is. Is like, do you get your Easter bread from Nary's or do you get it from Sones? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, I'll, yes, I'll link you a recipe. In it's chat somewhere to what between bread is. a cake and an actual. It's loaf it of is bread. like a Danishy type morning. Oh, I yeah. like a good Danish. Oh, I see. A sweet bread. It's like a sweet like bread, a... and it's got hard boiled dyed eggs in it. For those unfamiliar with the uh, K-pop scene, uh, K-pop fans are are very dedicated. They are. Uh, they they live in their own world for better or for worse maybe for better not sure <laughs> but um so Namjoon the uh the leader i guess the 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 head honcho of BTS that feels weird what well, feels weird that the, call like call like a leader of this singing group cuz that just feels weird to me yeah uh, I mean, like he is—he is theoretically the—he yeah, is the leader. I mean, also he's the one that knows how the most English. So, like, any time in interviews, like he—he's the go-to. My my knowledge of of Namjoon is that really the only out of all the interviews I've seen with him, he's he's really only mentioned Pokemon like maybe once or twice, and it's usually somebody being like, "Hey, what's your favorite Pokemon?" And um, his favorite Pokemon is Dragonite. But he tweeted that he's like very excited these are back. This makes more sense because the I didn't read this article until this morning, although I knew the bread thing was happening for a while because my wife was like, "Oh, you gotta cover, you gotta cover the BTS bread thing on the show." <laughs> and I was like, "Cool, I'll cover the BTS bread thing." I didn't know that like the there's nostalgia to the bread itself of like, oh, they took it away. So like now it makes more sense. Like this was a childhood favorite for a lot of people. It's like the same thing when they took away Surge for me. 
And then they brought back Surge, and I was like, oh, I need to get the Surge. Surge was a good soda. But there are, I think it says in the article, I think we said this, there's like stickers in these packs. And so I know that Namjoon is trying to collect all of the stickers. So that's why he keeps Uh. buying them, is now he's committed. I haven't, I don't even know what the stickers look like. They don't show it in the picture. They just show the, the Swiss rolls and like the whatever cinnamon buns here uh but yeah there's there's um they said the the stickers itself can sell for 10 times the price of the bread and the the bread costs about a dollar 20 um usd so i guess these stickers are going for like 10 bucks that makes sense yeah Yeah. That that's probably like the 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 mark the markup on (laughs) on this stuff so yeah, so now, uh, and he's not the only one. Apparently, this has been a huge hit in Korea, and other people, non-BTS fans, are also trying to find this bread, collect the collect these stickers. I kind of want these bread and stickers now. I would love to import some of these, but I guess we got to wait till the, 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 the craze is over. The craze I'm, is good, but like it lasted, what, two years before, so um, 98 to the early 2000s, like a five-year spread. Uh, I know, I know, like three people in Korea, uh, South Korea. I'll message them. I'll see if they want to wait five hours in line for. <laughs> <laughs> for so, wouldn't for it be funny cake roll if you went to? Uh, what is, it, is it? It's not noodle. What is it? United Noodle. United Noodle. United Noodle. Or there's an Asian grocery actually down the street from me. Like, what if you walked in there and they're like, "Oh yeah, we got all this Pokemon oh, man. bread from Korea that nobody wants to buy." Isn't the trouble right now with like um, import stores is like it's like yeah. really delayed the, to they, import things. They can't get in, things in. Mm. Um, there was there another United Noodle one summer had a lot of Pokemon stuff, and I did buy a lot of it. Well, there's a there's a Japanese um, K-popish store in Mall of America. Yeah, and they and are it used to struggling. Be, yeah, it used to be like 90% anime, and then of that 90%, like half of it was Pokemon. And now when you walk in, it's 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 nothing. The, the only it's thing they have left is, is, is like yeah. K-pop stuff, which they had a little bit of K-pop stuff, but they just don't have anything to stock with, so it's like all K-pop stuff now. Yeah. Mm. It, it's it, the, the shipping situation is rough. Final bit of news, just real quick. Amazon launched a Pokemon TV shirt sub- subscription service for, for $20 a month, free shipping. Uh, it is an official Pokemon t-shirt club. They've done this before. Um, I looked a little bit into this. There was like a Marvel Amazon Wait, t-shirt so, club. So, 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 rewind. Amazon has launched uh-huh. a Pokemon subscription t-shirt service. Correct. So it is shirt.woot.com, no, 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 but no. you only get Pokemon. <laughs> Amazon bought Woot, I can say this. Yes, Amazon bought Woot. For, but you only get Pokemon t-shirts. Yes, it's not on Woot. It's on Amazon, though. And it's only for the U.S. So if you're in Canada and you like go to look for this t-shirt service, you won't find it. So it is mm. each t-shirt is $20 a month, free shipping. Uh, you don't get to see the design. Okay, an, that that is immediately I'm out. There's an asterisk there. Um, they've done this before with like Marvel, Hot Wheels, Dungeons and Dragons. They've done this before. The when I say asterisk of you can't see the shirt design when the shirt prepares for shipping. You know when it goes into your Amazon orders and you can see the order number and you can see the ship date. You can see the design there. So at that point. 
when it's about to ship, you can see what the design is and you can cancel or skip. Um, and people know this because uh, they've done shirt services before. So the first shirt, it already starts off great. It says T-shirt club Johto region April T-shirt 1999, but uh, it shows a picture. The picture of the shirt, it's a purple shirt, and it shows Trico, Mudkip, and Torchic. I want to remind you what the title of the shirt is: Johto region April shirt. <laughs> really start off strong with the shirt club. <laughs> Mudkip, Trico, Torchic. Johto region shirt. Sure, I guess it's cool. It probably is really great for a parent to be like, I'm getting little Susie a Pokemon shirt every month. I feel like we are in it. I feel like this is such a early to late 2000s gimmick that the fact that we are in the the age of 2022 and we're doing a blind box t-shirt <laughs> but i mean they've got amazon has multiple of these subscription t-shirt subscription services and the thing is i'll i'll tell you the secret it's a very low cost of entry for them mm-hmm. and high profit yeah oh yeah because guess what every month every t-shirt subscription that base shirt that the image is printed on Everybody's getting the same base shirt. Yeah. It's just a different image. And the ink on the image is very low cost. <laughs> well, yeah. Even, like, there's there's not a lot of money in, in t-shirt making if you're only selling 100, 200, 300 t-shirts. Like, you're making, you're maybe making, like, I don't know, like 5 or $6 a shirt um, at that point. But if you're Amazon and you have, what, 10,000? 50,000 people signing up for a Pokemon shirt, which is probably actually realistic for an, an, for Amazon. <laughs> yeah. And then Pokemon gets a cut. I'm sure licensing this was very easy. The Pokemon... Look, if there's anything the Pokemon company loves to do, it's licensing out their product. <laughs> uh, it's what it's whatever. Like, like, the, it, it, like the design on this Johto region t-shirt of Torchic, Mudkip, and Trico is so generic. It is like, I just, if I'm going to have a Pokemon t-shirt, I want it to be special and rare and not 20,000 people got the same shirt. So when I show up at GoFest, I'm not walking into a sea of Johto starters that aren't Johto starters. That's like my Katamari Damacy t-shirt that nobody else in the world has. I want that so bad. All right. Question of the week real quick. The question of the week. Uh, this is from Carlos. What Pokemon-related April Fool's jokes have you enjoyed in the past, either from official Pokemon media or fan sites? There was this weird podcast that did this Raichu thing a number of years ago. Don't remember who they were, but that one was pretty good. That mm. one was pretty good. That's actually, I think, still the best post on our website. <laughs> what, what was it? An alternate form? What was it again? It was. It was. Uh, so uh, Will Brendel, who is a fantastic artist, he was on very, Absolutely. very early episodes of ISC. He has a very distinct style. It's very comic book style. Mm-hmm. Um, I use him in my game. And uh, it was. This was around the time of Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. A little bit after X and Y, but around Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Um, and I don't think Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was out yet. Actually, no, it wasn't. Um, so I had him do Ken Sugimori artwork of 
Raichu. Uh, it was Mega Raichu. Oh, that's right. And then this was yeah. still when when like Korokoro was like Korokoro is a Japanese magazine that would have early previews of of stuff. It's really not used at all anymore. It kind of fell off around this time as well. But I like cr- created a background in Illustrator, and then I printed it out, and then I placed it in a magazine so it looked like a. Well, so just to explain to people, uh, so Korokoro, what would happen is like three or four days before the magazine was actually available to be bought, people would find a copy because obviously a printed magazine has to be printed well in advance of it being available for sale. And they'd be like, oh, we got the Korokoro leaks and they do like bad photos of whatever yeah, page of the real magazine. Bad photos. Um, so yeah, we did that. And, uh, and I, I mean, like we, we, we did the post, I think I tweeted it and that was like it. And I think somebody on Twitter put it on Reddit and then people argued whether it was real or not. And then like the <laughs> yep. next day I updated the actual absence. So just, it just said like April fools, right? Like it was only live for, oh, I mean, it's still live, but it said April fools on it. It, it, it turned out really well, but that was a long, long, that was a long, long, long time, long time ago. ago. You peaked, peaked. I will say that Pokey Jungle had a really good Pokemon Sleep April Fools thing. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. Like the 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 tw- if the tweet wasn't on April first, it would be like like when I saw the tweet, I was like, oh, this must be the like April Fools Day because mm. like you tweeted it, but like Bulbapedia or Sarah, no one like no one else tweeted about Pokemon Sleep, <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> but like when I clicked it with the anticipation of like, oh, this probably isn't real, and I was reading it, like it made me laugh, and I think like that's a good. Yeah. Like, when it's obvious it's April Fool's, but it's, like... It's still funny. It's still funny. Like, I think that's, like, a really good, like... Like, he was, like... Uh, I think I think it said something about, like, needing 5G to, like, read your, like, <laughs> brain waves or something. <laughs> yeah. It was very tongue... It was very... It was very... It was an enjoyable read. Like, very good. I didn't feel... Like, I felt like I didn't waste my time reading it. I, like, yeah, laughed at the I, end. It was good. I enjoyed the um, Pokemon Go 2022 event because I'm the only one who actually finished. You it. did. <laughs> I almost completed. I got two dittos on the ditto part of it, where you have to catch the two of the transforming three, Pokemon. Three catch three transform, and Pokemon. I only have two yeah. out of the three. Oh, I'll be stuck there for the next three years. Yeah, I'll be stuck there forever. I- I'll be like Will in 2025. I completed it when Niantic changed all the sprites to pixels. That was like three or four years ago. That was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was really, really great. That was probably one of the best things Niantic has ever done. I mean, change the pixels. My, st- my, my favorite, because I have certification, is the, uh, it was the April, April Fool's Google Map search. That's how I got my certification with Google. Oh, that was, that was the, the lead up of Pokemon Go. Yeah. Yep. And I did it, and I'm a master now. Pokemon of the Week. All right, last week's Pokemon, uh, the easiest way to put it was which baby Pokemon can potentially evolve into three different Pokemon? (laughs) This is the shortest way. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's... Hitmontop. That's not a baby Pokemon. Uh, It's Tyrogue. Which can evolve into Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, or Hitmontop. The Scuffle Pokemon. That's what it is. I know it's just funny. Cause like who uses who says scuffle anymore? Let's see here. Tyrogue has several unique abilities. It is the only Pokemon whose evolutions is determined by its stats. It is the only baby Pokemon whose stats are all equal. 
It is the only Pokemon that created a shared evolution family between Pokemon that were previously unrelated. Man, they... Mm. I want them to do this. They could do it for Miltank, but for Miltank and Tauros and Bouffant, just make like a little calf. It's fine. It would be cool. People- I mean, Spain's the one to do it in, because true. That's where they kill all the bulls. That's where they kill all the bulls. <laughs> if Tyrog is hacked into Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green before the National Dex is obtained, it will be able to evolve into a Hitmonlee or Hitmonchan. But due to due to fire red and leaf green preventing evolution of non generation one Pokemon, it will be unable to evolve into Hitmontop before the national decks. How Game Shark bored are people that they do these things? Oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's the same thing with the whole something changed with the YouTube playlist. <laughs> Sus. <laughs> Hitmontop. It shares the ability Steadfast with Tyrogue. Tyrogue cannot retain this ability after evolving because Tyrogue's Steadfast is its second ability, while Hitmontop's Steadfast is hidden ability. This is a shared trait with Cubone and Alola Marowak's ability of Rockhead. There's your trivia. A good shuffle icon. I also really like the shiny. I didn't realize that Tyrogue's all its stats are 35. I didn't realize that they were all the same. Yeah. So then you have to manipulate it you to have determine to manipulate what it's going to grow up into. Yeah. Just like real children. So, but how does it work? Them. So if, if Tyrogue is like jolly, does the nature affect the stats in the evolution process? It is what the stats are when it evolves. Yeah. So obviously nature will benefit you if you're looking for a particular evolution, but yep. you can out- counteract that based on whatever EVs you give it. But also when you catch it, no, it can't have EVs when you catch it. In in Legends, nope. it can have EVs when you catch it. It can. Yeah, because it's a baby. But the so. IVs would also affect it. So even though all its stats are, are 31, if it had perfect attack when you caught it, it would then be more likely to evolve into Hitmonchan. Yes, that's why getting a hit on top is so annoyingly difficult if you can't catch it in game. Mm-hmm. Because at that moment of evolution, those EVs have to all be exact. All right. You ready for this week? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Continuing on the topic of baby Pokemon, this week's entry provides a unique insight into Pokemon growth and evolution. One baby Pokemon, which originally could only be obtained through breeding, that is, when it was first introduced, had a different gender ratio from the Pokemon it evolves into. I think I know this. Gender ratios are the statistical likelihood that a particular Pokemon will spawn as either male or female when they are generated in the wild or hatched from an egg. Because of the difference in gender ratios, when this baby Pokemon would evolve, a third of the assigned female at birth babies would become male after evolution. This particular potential was removed from the Pokemon X and Y games and the subsequent entries in the series. So disappointing. There you go. Hey, uh, Greg and I will be at PAX. I booked the right dates. I hope I did. Hey, my calendar says my flight and it lines up with the right dates. Our panel will be at 1 p.m. on Friday. Let's fight over the best Pokemon. I believe that will be broadcasted on PAX's Twitch channel. 
And then uh, I will be on a second panel with Abdallah on Saturday night. I think that is at 6.30, and that will also be broadcasted. But next week, I'll probably have more details. Uh, what am I supposed to do during that time? Watch the panel? Ugh. I, I don't know. I just assume when I go to events with you at this point, Greg, that you have so many friends and you know so many people that we will not see each other for the entire weekend. You you are a social butterfly. Uh, I am not. Uh, it's called being popular and having a nice personality. Mm. But Greg and I will be doing community day on 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 Saturday. We'll be doing the old stuffle. And we will probably have like if you want to do community day with us. And granted, we are we are assuming the uh, there will be no rain or no snow or no hurricanes. I don't know what the average temperature in Boston is at the end of April. I'm going to hope like maybe 50 or 60 degrees. Uh, assuming everything is nice, we'll have like a meetup spot. Like, let's meet at the gazebo. Let's meet at this corner. Let's meet at this tree. Let's meet at the statue. There's a lot of statues in the park. I think there's a George Washington or a Thomas Jefferson or something. We'll have a meetup spot. So we'll all start. We'll say like, hey, let's meet up here at two. And then we'll pick a direction or a walk. And if you want to join us, cool. If not, no big deal. You don't need a PAX ticket, obviously, for that. You just have to be in the Boston area. and It should be in the lower 50s to upper 60s, judging by where the temperatures are now. Lower 50s, upper 60s. That's a that's good hoodie weather. I mean, because right mm. now, like next Friday in Boston, it'll be 61. Uh, but then Sunday, it'll be 54. So we got our range to work with. It should be getting Knowing our luck, it'll rain. Absolutely. And we'll go to a mall. <laughs> Um. So that's the plan. Should be, should be available. Should be able to hang out. If you're going to PAX, cool. If you're not going to PAX, uh, I don't know if you're missing much. Who knows? Anyways, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. We'll be back next week, of course. If you want to follow Will on Twitter at Wash in the Sink, Greg on Twitter at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake. Follow the podcast at Twitter P K M N C A S T Twitch. Same thing, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all the same thing. Um, so thanks for supporting content elsewhere if you're if you need more content to seek out. Uh we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are Super Effective. Super double plus good. I miss Steve doesn't know what that is. No. <laughs> <laughs>
ise.cash in order to support the show if you want to. Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.